Well, in this final message on the in the series, Jesus, Our Salvation, I'd like to summarize what we have seen over these past eight sessions. The Lord Jesus did much more than save us from our sin. He is our salvation. And we cannot separate salvation from the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. We speak often about salvation as something that happened to us, and certainly that's true, that something wonderful did happen when we came to Christ. But that's precisely the point I'm making. We we came to a person, and that person changed our lives. The Apostle Paul persecuted the followers of Jesus. He, He could not accept it. There could be a salvation apart from the Jewish law, but one day he met the person of the Lord Jesus, and that made all the difference in his life. The persecutor of Christians becomes now its greatest ambassador, and Paul would never be the same again after meeting the Lord Jesus Paul's conversion was not so much about a change of doctrine as it was a personal encounter with Jesus Christ. And the person of Jesus Christ made all the difference in the life of the Apostle Paul. The opening chapters of the Bible describe the purpose of God for the salvation of his people. Genesis 3 and verse 15 promised that the offspring of Eve would crush the head of the serpent, and God would send his son Jesus to this earth to deal with sin. And in Jesus, the power and authority of Satan over our lives would be broken. The Apostle John describes Jesus as the Word who would come to bring light to the world. The Apostle Peter describes him as the spotless, sacrificial Lamb whose purpose was known before the foundation of the earth. Jesus was from the beginning of time awaiting the right moment to reveal himself as the sacrificial Lamb. And when that moment came, he willingly laid down his life to pay the penalty for our sin. And the payment for sin was not with money, land, or treasure, but with the death of the Lord Jesus, the Lamb of God. His very life was payment for your sin and mine. Forgiveness is not found in money or efforts or treasures, but in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And only those who enter the shelter of his loving arms can know this forgiveness. He is our forgiveness. Now, if you want to find a way to God, you must enter the right door. Here also, Jesus declares himself to be the door. The shepherds of Bible times stood at the entrance to the sheepfold, watching everything that came in and out. Nothing could enter or leave unless they passed or had passed through the shepherd first. And like these shepherds, Jesus is the doorway to heaven and eternal life. The doorway to heaven is a person. 
You, you can know the truth about Jesus, but the truth alone will not save you. I have met people who can tell me all about Jesus and what he did. They believe that he is the Son of God, but that but it is not doctrine that will get them to heaven. Salvation is in the person of the Lord Jesus. You, you can know all about Jesus, but if you do not know him personally and come to him as your only hope, you cannot experience the salvation of God. Jesus is the way to God. It, it, is, it will not suffice just to know the truth about Jesus. You must come to him and know him if you want to enter eternal life. The truth upon which we base our Christian lives is found in the person of Jesus Christ. The scriptures of the Old and New Testament all point to him. The gospels share the truth he taught. The apostles point us back to his work. And if we want to know the purpose of God for our lives, we must look to Jesus. Jesus demonstrates in his person, in his words, in his deeds, the purpose of God the Father. If you want to find the truth, you must look to Jesus. He declares that he is the truth. But the Christian life is not just about truth. It's also about life. And prior to knowing the Lord Jesus, we were all dead in our, in our sins and dead to all things spiritual. But when we became Christians, however, something miraculous took place. We experienced new life. We became new creatures with a whole new outlook. What took place that day? We experienced the new life of Jesus Christ in us. That life of Christ was born in us. Paul told the Colossians that Jesus was their life. Colossians 3 and verse 4, Christ was their life. Writing to the Galatians, the, the apostles said, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Galatians 2 and verse 20. The new life we experience as believers now is the very life of Jesus Christ in us. And all who belong to Jesus know this real presence of Jesus in them to guide them, to comfort them, to empower them. Paul tells us that we have this incredible treasure in jars of clay. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 7. This immense privilege we have is to know the very presence of Jesus Christ in our lives. He is our life. It is the presence of Jesus Christ and his life in us that gives us a right standing with God. We've all fallen short of God's standard for our life. And the only good in us is the person of Jesus Christ and his work. Paul made this abundantly clear when he said in Romans chapter 7 and verse 18, For I am 
know that nothing good dwells in me. That is, in my flesh. I know that nothing good dwells in me. That is in my flesh. For I have the desire to do what is right, but I do not have the ability to carry it out. Every good thing in the Apostle Paul, according to him, was in the person and the work of Jesus Christ. It is what Jesus does in me that pleases the Father. It is what Christ does through me that honors his name. My efforts are at best stained with sin, but Christ is pleased to work in me. And for this reason, the Apostle Paul chose to die to his flesh and die to himself and chose rather to surrender to Jesus and to be the instrument in which he worked. It is not what I do that counts but what the person of Christ Jesus does in me and through me, that counts for righteousness. His work in me, not only for my salvation, but also for my service. Christ working and living in and through me in this world, in this body. Everything I need to live a victorious Christian life is in the person of Jesus Christ. I can so easily trust in my own wisdom, but God's ways are not my ways. The older I get, the less I trust my own understanding and seek the Lord's. For many years, I, I wrestled to live the Christian life and, and get everything right. But I'm coming to realize more and more that it is not what I do for Christ that counts, but what He does for me and in me and through me. It is what Christ does that counts in my life, in my service. And my desire is to be a clean instrument through which he can work. I'm not in charge of my own life. I have surrendered that to Jesus Christ. My role is to be submissive and surrender to him and what he is doing in me. And when I stand before him on that final day, I will not say, look at all the great things that I have done for you, but instead I will bow down before him in praise for all the good things that he has done in me and that despite my sinful flesh, and that despite my sinful thoughts and my sinful attitudes. It is Christ in me, working in me and through me. That is what counts, and that is what will accomplish the purpose of God in this world. The work of Christ, not only in my salvation, but also in my service, surrendering, yielding to Him, and knowing that the, that the power of, for serving is not mine. It is in the Jesus Christ. He is my strength. He is my source. How easy it is to make salvation about my effort, my belief, my doctrine, my lifestyle, and not about the person of Jesus Christ. 
We can make salvation all about our efforts to live for Christ. We can make the Christian life all about our beliefs and our doctrines and our uh, and our lifestyle and, and our rules and our regulations. And, and we can make it all about having the right beliefs and the right experience. But ultimately, however, salvation has more to do with Christ and us. In fact, it has everything to do with Christ and not much at all about us. It is His work on the cross for us that brings us salvation. It is His work in us and through us by His Spirit that that brings us into maturity. It is His righteousness in us and not ours that brings us into a right standing with the Father. My salvation and Christian life is all about Jesus. I would have no salvation apart from Him. All my efforts would still be filthy rags because they are still stained with sin. Apart from his work in and through me, I can offer nothing to God that is not stained with sin. To live the Christian life, we must set our eyes upon the person of Jesus Christ and we must understand his personal presence in us. We must learn what it means to allow him to work in us and through us. And only what he does ultimately pleases the Father. And we have this tremendous privilege to be the instruments through which the very person of Jesus Christ works in this world. We are his instruments. It is not I, but Christ who lives in me. It is his work, his effort, his salvation that accomplishes the purpose of God. May we be today surrendered instruments, clean and fit for the master's purpose. Jars of clay, ordinary jars of clay in which the very treasure of the presence of Jesus Christ lives and works and accomplishes the purpose of God. May we be content, satisfied, knowing that we can be an instrument through which he works and in which he dwells and accomplishes the purpose of the Father.